Hey guys, welcome back to tier three of our dynasty rookie quarterback rankings. So we've been going through the 2023 rookie rankings and last couple episodes, if you're not watching the overall episode, which I'm going to be putting out here was tier one and tier two. You can go back and see who we had in those ones if you watch just the individual videos, but tier three is going to be pretty exciting. And um, in all transparency, we did tier one and tier two a couple days ago, and, and we're jumping into tier three here on Monday after all the bowl games from the weekend. And I got to say, Dale, I'm liking my uh, my CJ Stroud quarterback number one a little bit more, you know, and and uh, I, I absolutely agree with that. He, <laughs> he, he was he, he, he played out of his mind. Oh, my the, goodness. The night, I, Against the I was very proud. Very, very oh. Proud against the best defense in college football too. Like nobody expected yes. that. And yes. it, the funny thing is if you go back and you listen, if you're listening to this after, and you probably are, um, the funny thing is we recorded that before the bowl game. And I talked about how CJ Stroud, he is a pristine pocket passer. Just re- he's mm-hmm. one of the best in, in this class for sure in the pocket, but he has all the tools and ability to do things on the move and but he just never does it and i talked about it on that podcast and it was just hilarious to me to watch in that game he started rolling out he had so many yards mm-hmm. on the ground and everything i was like Absolutely. that's what i'm talking about man so i just saw it it was just uh, the perfect encapsulation of everything i was talking about in the last podcast so couldn't have couldn't have planned that any better but uh yeah the <laughs> i ironically we're doing this after the bowl games the one guy that we, we we're going to be talking about here shortly is the one who had a horrendous bowl game this last weekend, if I remember looking at it correctly. Um, and that is going to be my first guy in this tier who's going to be Will Levis, who's probably going to be a first round rookie pick um, in the actual NFL draft. I don't know if he should be in your rookie drafts or not, but <laughs> um, this is the tier where it kind of drops off to it's kind of the combination of guys who are going to have a lot of draft capital. Um, you know, I think Will Levis, like I said, is going to be a first round pick. He's got the upside. He's got the tools, but he is way more raw than someone like Anthony Richardson. And I don't think he's as good. I don't think he has as much potential as someone like Anthony Richardson. Um, so we can get into him real quick. You look at his stats and it's just not great. He's a four year player. And my biggest thing when I look at at college players, and again, I'm not an expert at college, so you can kind of speak on this a little bit more than me, but, you know, if you see a guy playing for four years, most guys come out after three because they've shown enough on tape to really solidify themselves for that, right? But if you're playing four years and you're not really making a step forward or really kind of upping your game, that to me is a is a pretty big red flag, and I know that Will Levis is like top five rumors. You know, everyone's been talking about Will Levis to the Colts forever now. Which, please don't do that. I I have to watch you every weekend. Just please don't do this. But um, if you know the guy does have the raw talent, but if he gets that high draft capital, people are going to definitely jump on this guy in rookie drafts and. If he does get super high draft capital, you know, just like Zach Wilson, people don't really like Zach Wilson mm-hmm. now today, but he's going to get a chance somewhere else. And, uh, you know, your lifespan on someone like Will Levis is going to be a lot higher than some of the guys we're going to talk about in tier four, probably here in a little bit. So um, Will Levis, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of this guy, but 
The reason I wanted to put him up here in this tier is because I do believe he's going to get a, a pretty high draft capital in the actual NFL draft. And then we're going to, you know, see him around in your leagues for quite a while. So um, I wanted to talk about him. His stats, again, not the most impressive stats, but he was at Penn State from 19 to 20. And you gotta, you, you really gotta take uh, 2020 into a, with a big grain of salt, right? Because that was the COVID year. 2021 yeah. was kind of the COVID year too, so um, it's a little bit of, of that rolled into it. But the problem for me is in 2022, he played for Kentucky in 2021, 2022. He didn't really take a step forward, and that's what I was talking about. You really want to see someone with this much experience taking a step forward in their in their senior year here. Um, 2021, 13 games played, 353 passing attempts, 66% completion percentage, not terrible, uh, 2,800 yards, eight yards per, per attempt, you know, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. You don't love to see that. And then this last year, 2022, um, 200, he only played in 11 games, 283 attempts, 65% passer completion percentage 2400 yards so a big dip there um he it looks like they were they were pushing the ball down the field a little bit more his yards per attempt went up by a whole half yard which is pretty significant when you had that many less passing attempts that they're trying to push the ball more further down the field um big dip in touchdowns 19 touchdowns 10 interceptions so he turns the ball over quite a bit but on the rushing side, this is where it's a little bit more interesting. And again, I hate the way that college tracks all this stuff, so I have really no idea. But um, 312 attempted rushes in college for a quarterback is quite a few. Now, the yardage mm -hmm. isn't the most impressive because it's only 750 yards. But you take out all the sacks, it's probably closer to somewhere in the 1,000 to 1,200 range which means he is a, definitely a threat on the ground, um, which we love to see for fantasy football. But again, he turns the ball over way too much for my liking. And, you know, a lot of people are comparing him to Josh Allen, uh, who, you know, was pretty raw coming out of college. But I just, I personally don't see the upside that, that Josh Allen had. You know, Josh Allen was, he had a cannon for an arm, but his his completion percentage in college was much less than Will Levis here. You know, he had a completion percentage, I think, in the 50s um, yeah. coming out. And, you know, 66% is not terrible, to be honest with you. Like, it's it's right middle of the pack. But, yeah, it's the it's the turnovers that really have me concerned. Do you have any big thoughts on Will Levis here? Um, it's, it's with Levis, you know, um, it's when I, it's when I was doing my write-up, you know, I, I, I think he's a capable quarterback. I mean, back in, back in his freshman year, I, I was, I was able to see play, able to see play like against Ohio State, stuff like that. Um, and he wasn't really anything special. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought he was pretty average, pretty basic. And, you know, I, I get the hype with the size and, and the cannon of an arm, but, you know, he's, he's too much of a rhythm guy to really be a good quarterback in the NFL you know I feel he has I feel he has skills that is, I would say Zach Wilson because because for Zach Wilson like he just had it for one year against really really bad teams yeah, compared right. to Levis like he's you know you know I mean in in 21 and 22 he was at least consistent in those two years you know um it's it's a big thing I'm worried about is that is that you know like his passing numbers aren't super good you know um, um for his last games in college threw over 200 yards just 
and that was against Georgia where they lost six. So in any and he threw for two oh six. So, you know, and not thrown for a lot of attempts. I don't know. Like I don't know what their plan was. I, I, I just I just feel their offense was a this year because because they lost like Wandale Robinson and they mm-hmm. lost other other players that lifted up Levis. Mm-hmm. And I think Will Levis had to do a little bit different things this year and he kinda plateaued. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his game logs, he they because Kentucky is part of the SEC, they do play a little bit more higher level competition there. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was just not great. Um, most of his touchdowns came against the the lesser schools, if you will. Um, a lot of his turnovers came against the better schools. So that's just that, to me, that's a big red flag. So again, I don't love Will Levis, and. Um, I'm still going to give him respect of there's the potential that I'm wrong. You know, we a lot of us were wrong on Josh Allen. Um, and the, the biggest thing with Will Levis is just that uh, if he's drafted highly, which a lot of people out there are linking him to be drafted highly, if he gets that draft capital, and this is so early, he's going to be around for a while. He has the upside, you know, to fill on the ground. So, um, he's someone that I think is going to go way too high in in rookie drafts. He's going to get, you know, the Daniel Jones treatment of that, that draft year. Mm -hmm. And if, if, you know, he ends up being a first round rookie pick, I'm out completely. Um, he's my quarterback number five here. So, you know, that kind of tells you where I'm at with him. He has the tools and the upside. So if you can get him in your super flex leagues in the early second, I'm all for that. You know, I don't mind taking a shot on a guy in the second round there. Um, but for me personally, like we talked about in the, in the last the last episode um, in my tier two, I really like Hendon Hooker. I think Hendon Hooker is much better. He's the about the same size. You know, Will Levis is 6'3", 220 pounds. Hendon Hooker is 6'4", 220 pounds. Um, both are, are kind of mobile threats there. And Hendon Hooker has gotten better, you know, through his career, where Will Levis, again, he kind of didn't really improve. He, he just kind of plateaued there. So um, I personally, I think Hendon Hooker is going to go later, and he's someone I'd rather have anyway. So that's kind of where I'm at with Will Levis here. But there is the potential that I'm wrong. Um, people, The NFL seems to be valuing him pretty highly. So uh, I just wanted to, to bring him up here and kind of give him a little bit of the middle ground because – if we knew that he wasn't going to be a, a first round draft pick right now, he'd probably be in my tier four guys. That's it. because, like I said, I just do not really see much positives with him um, to overcome the negatives. But you know, with all the draft hype that he's getting, I kind of had to respect that a little bit and compromise on my rankings here. Um, any final thoughts on Levis here? Uh, yeah, it's 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 the big thing which. Which I've noticed a trend. If it's just for us talking about this, is is really the landing spot. So, um, you know, I I really I I think he'll benefit. He would benefit from being a late first round compared to an early first round. Mm-hmm. You know, NFL draft pick. But you know, I I going in the and he's probably going to go to a bad team. Yeah, I mean, even if he goes to the Colts, who you know are a bad team, but they're not. I don't know. The Colts are weird because I don't think they're actually as bad as the record is. You know what I mean? But um, even if he went to the Colts here, the problem with Will Levis is I think he needs like a legitimate two years of setting behind someone to just Mm. 
to to hammer him into something valuable. You know what I mean? And I don't yeah. think anybody is going to give him two years in the first round. You know, Jordan Love no. got two years just because Aaron Rodgers is the MVP back to back. Yeah, so it's just super rare for for first round draft picks to get to sit that long on the bench. And I think that's kind of what Will Levis needs. If Will Levis went in like the third round. I think that'd be perfect for him because it would mean he doesn't have all that, the hype around it, the potential. Um, and he could sit behind someone for a couple of years and then kind of see what he has then. But, you know, just trying to respect the man a little bit here in case I am wrong. So, um, Will Levis is the big name here in my tier three rankings. The other guy I did have is Stetson Bennett, who is the quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, Georgia, you know, probably one of the best teams in the NFL here. And Stetson Bennett, if you watch the bowl game here this other this other night against Ohio State, he played pretty well in that game. And, you know, his stats are not the most impressive, to be honest with you. But the the one the one cautionary tale I would say with Bennett here is you do have to be a little careful because the Georgia defense is so ridiculously good. Really does it feel like Bennett has to win them the game? You know, he never really has to go out there and try. And you saw it in this bowl game when the game was on the line, he stepped up and he got it done, you know, and I know the defense gave him chances and everything, but you know, he, he was able to get it done. Now, um, the biggest thing for Bennett and, you know, again, looking at his stats, they're not the most impressive. Um, he has consistently gotten better though. He is a senior. This is his fourth year. Came back for one more year. Um, he might be one of the only, is there ever been a quarterback that's gotten back-to-back national championships? Like I, I think Georgia is one of the few teams oh, that's ever I'm, done I'm, it. Right. Well, um, I, I think, I think AJ McCarron about, about eight, nine years ago. Did he? Okay. And, so he, he he's in rare company that he might have back to back um back to back national championships and again I think he he went back probably for the name and image likeness to be honest with you and also mm-hmm. because the team is so good that he probably could get a second second title there so um it, it is kind of weird to see him coming back but you know maybe he wanted to solidify his draft status a little bit more here but you know looking at his two years where he was the full start of the entire year. Um, 2021 and 2022, 287 attempts, um, 65% completion percentage, 2,900 yards, 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions, pretty good ratio there. Um, and then you look at 2022, uh, 13 games played so far. They'll have one more with the national championship. So these stats are not finalized by any means, but you know, 400, 396, a big increase in passing attempts from 2021 to 2022, and the, the nice thing to see here is the completion percentage actually went up. It went from 65 mm-hmm. to 68, um, 3,500 yards or 3,400 yards. Um, the yards per attempt came down a little bit. So he's trying to push it down the field a little bit less. So that kind of makes sense why his completion percentage went up a little bit, you know, taking a little bit more of the easy underneath throws, 20 touchdowns, six interceptions. Again, big dip in, in touchdowns there, but, you know, that's probably an aspect of them. Uh, taking away some of those deeper threats, deeper options there, but, you know, was consistently getting better from his junior to senior year here. 
on the ground. He is a he is a uh, rushing threat. And again, with the the college rushing, I can't tell you exactly what he was able to do. But the last two years, he has eight touchdowns on the ground. Not bad. Um, basically, a hundred rushing attempts over the last two years. Not bad at all either. Um, the biggest guy that he kind of and I was talking to Dale about this before the podcast who he reminds me of when I when I watch him play is Derek Carr. Now, I don't really love Derek Carr, but Derek Carr for fantasy has always been been solid, you know. He's been good enough to get it done. And I think Stetson Bennett, if he gets any sort of draft capital, and again, if you're back-to-back national champion, it, it might be enough just to push him into the first round with how many needy quarterback teams there are out there. So, um any thoughts on Bennett? before we uh, kind of break him down a little bit further. So, so with Bennett, like you just said that you think he may go in the first round. I think so. I mean, I, there, is there any reason no why way. he wouldn't? That's the question. He's five eleven, has benefited from a very good offensive line, a very good rushing attack. Um, to be I fair mean, though, former, <laughs> to be fair I mean, though, that's I, the exact I, I, same. I, I, that's the exact same argument that uh, Mac Jones got to use, though, right? Like, but but but, but I I don't I don't think Mac Jones is that good either. I agree with you, but for fantasy, he's he's not terrible. I mean, I mean, I mean, I I feel Stinson Bennett is a lot like. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, I I I I feel for some of the listeners, they probably have no idea who Aaron is. <laughs> he busted out no, real okay. quick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 He did. I mean. I mean. I mean. In college, he was a decent quarterback. You know. But mm-hmm. I don't think Stetson Bennett does anything special. So I. I, I feel he's. I a agree very good with you, but I, the... I just. I do not. I. I don't think there's any way. There's no way he goes in the. First. There's the, no way. The I, one I, thing I, I, I can. Though I was. I, the only thing I would say is though, I think. I think people in a, a as a whole tend to undervalue. Some teams desire for just a game manager. You know, I, I think right. everybody thinks that they that these NFL teams and most of them do. You know, I, I don't think every team is is a is run poorly, but a lot of these teams are just looking for a game manager. You know, like um, like on, and I know it's not going to be the the Niners. The Niners aren't going to go draft him. But let's say the quarter the Niners didn't have Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, and they were in the market next year. He'd be a perfect fit for someone like the Niners, and he'd be someone that they'd probably be looking for that can, because we've seen him with a great defense, we've seen him with a great offensive line, be capable, be able to just, you know, get it done. And I think that's going to probably propel him up. And there was already even the reports before that bowl game that a lot of teams are actually valuing him higher than <laughs> than a lot of people think. And I don't think that's a coincidence. That's all I'm saying. I, I think that... He's a name that's going to be rising a lot, especially if they win next week, because you can just, we've seen it with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that good of a quarterback, but how many times have people talked about quarterback wins are a stat and all this garbage about Jimmy wins, man, Jimmy wins. He's also the the number one quarterback to win without scoring a touchdown, right? So, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't mean he's good and he deserves it, but um, I think that people overvalue winning right and and he's done a lot of that with georgia yeah no and i agree i just don't think he's like like when i think of georgia in in their in their little dynasty that they've had i don't think of since you know i i I, I, I agree with you i mean i mean i feel he's done well with them but i don't think he really been the key piece to a lot of their 
No, he so, definitely hasn't propelled them for sure. And, and, you know, I feel he's a decent quarterback, but I honestly see him going like early day, like a fourth, fourth round pick. You know, I, 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 just, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I think he would be lucky going. So let's say, let's say, um, for argument's sake, let's say for argument's sake, <laughs> right? Because we talked about it already in the in the last couple of tiers, right? C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, we think probably both of those guys are going to be first round picks. You don't think Kenan Hooker? I I think he should be, but you don't think Kenan Hooker will be a first round pick? Bryce Young will, will definitely be probably the number one overall pick after yep. his performance in the Sugar Bowl. Um, yep. Will Levis more than likely will be a first round pick, right? So that's four quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I don't see anybody that we're going to talk about with tier four here jumping up into that top tier of quarterbacks, right? I don't think that they're going to be I first agree. rounders. I think Hennon Hooker and Stetson Bennett are the only two guys that could be first round picks. And how quarterback needy the league is right now, I, that's all I'm saying. I think that the, a couple of these guys might slip up there. And, and I don't think they're going to be high picks. I think they'll be later, you know, like they trade to 30, 31 just to get these guys with a fifth year option or something like that. But um, that's the only thing is I, I think that there's going to be more than four quarterbacks that go in the first round. And that's the only thing I'm, I'm kind of thinking here and looking at, especially since only one went last year. And I don't know. I just, you know, I could see someone like, um, like Atlanta jumping up from, they're using their second to move up to 31 or something, 32 even, and taking someone like Stetson Bennett. I think that Stetson Bennett would be perfect for someone like Atlanta. It's also a Georgia team there, um, and all they need is a game manager to not throw the ball away, right? So that's all I'm thinking. I agree with you. I, I don't love Stetson Bennett, I, and I have the same concerns as you about the size and measurables. But again, I think that a lot of teams are going to value – um, the game manager ability that he kind of has here. Right. Well, I mean, and I mean, I, I do think he's going to get drafted, but I don't think he's going to be special. I think he's, I, I, I honestly feel he's going to be holding. So would you, and, say- and, 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 and with that, like, there's nothing bad with that. I just don't think he's. So here's a the question then. So if it, let's say Stetson Bennett ends up being a first round pick, where would you rank him in your like? How would you value him then? I mean, I would still put him below. I would put him probably the first. I I mean, I I would I would rather have all those quarterbacks. Okay, so would you still? So you'd ha- rather have Stroud, Richardson, Bryce Young, absolutely Levis. Would you put him yes. above Levis still, or yes. Levis above yes. him? I mean. Just for the physical upside of, of Levis? Yes. Okay. Yep. And then Hendon Hooker, too? Who would you rather I, have? I, I, who would you rather I, I, have, Hooker or Ben? I would, I, would, I would probably rather have Hendon Hooker because I know he's willing to sling it when he needs to. Even if... You know, he, I, I, I mean, I, mean I, I, I feel Stinson Bennett can. I feel, you know, I'm not saying he's a bad athlete. He's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have Hooker, and I've seen more from Hooker mm-hmm. being able to make those all kind of throws and sure. and to put a team on back when you know I don't necessarily think Stenson Bennett could do that on a consistent basis to be to be that high of a pick 
There you go. Okay. So you'd rather have, so let's say hooker ends up being like third rounder, you know, second, third rounder. And Bennett is a first rounder. Would you still rather have hooker over Bennett? I mean, I would personally, but, um, yeah, yeah, I, I would. Yes, yes. <laughs> the NFL would be telling us we were, <laughs> were wrong, you know, but yes. they're not always right. But no, I, and that's the interesting with sense and Bennett. And, um, he's the one that, like I said, we're, we're going to have to watch him closely and these are these are early rankings. So I'm ranking him in my top six guys here. I could definitely be wrong, and he could go much later than this. But again, I, I'm just trying to, you know, be fair with where I think that these guys are going to get drafted and then what their ability is. And I, I don't think that Setsa Bennett is ever going to have a super high floor, but, you know, I think that he has a pretty – or super high ceiling, I guess. Um, but I think he'll have a pretty safe floor if he gets draft capital. Now, again, just like with Will Levis – draft capital really plays a part into this. And um, I think that's that's kind of why we have a clear delineation between um, tier one, definitely those guys that I feel safe drafting regardless of landing spot or draft capital. You know, they're probably going to get the draft capital anyway, but I'm, I'm fine with it either way. Tier two, draft capital is a little bit more important to me, um, but I think that these guys are still pretty safe and that they're going to they're going to show out in the long run. Tier three, it's kind of, they're not the safest. And then draft capital is going to be <laughs> even more important on top of that. So um, I think that's kind of why we have this big, di- you know, difference in opinion on these these guys. And draft capital is going to be huge behind behind Will Levis and Stetson Bennett. Oh, I, I fully agree with that. So... These are just a couple names. Again, these rankings are going to change um, over time, and especially uh, as the hype and everything starts to build up on on the offseason. But again, I want to get these rankings out there early so that when the names and and, um, hype and all this starts rolling around, we're going to be able to track how it really moves these guys uh, in the off season, because there's going to be a lot of movement at, at some point, you're probably going to hear rumors that Hendon Hooker is going to be the number one overall pick. It's just that's how draft season goes. It feels like, and you know, these guys are going to move up and they're going to move down. And oh, this guy said this one time back when he was three years old, and it's just like there's so much in the draft season and the off season um, that moves these guys stock like crazy. So um, we wanted to get these guys' rankings out there early so we can kind of track it, but just. Bennett is a name that I'm telling you, he's, he's going to shoot up the the board just because like, I, I think it'll ultimately end up being, and this is my honest opinion. I think it's going to be Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, number one, number two, Will Levis, number three, Bennett, number four, and Richardson, number five. I think that's going to be your final consensus ranking on these guys. Uh, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. So um, that is tier three. Any other thoughts on Bennett and Levis before we get out of here? I think I've said all I need to about Ben. <laughs> <laughs> hater, hater, just because. Uh, hey, 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 I, I like his game. I just don't think. He, <laughs> I just, I just don't think he's. I, I just don't think he's the NFL. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from on that, but you know, maybe the best idea wasn't talking to an Ohio State fan right after a hey, bowl. Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, 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 no, no, I, I'm, I am fine with how the bowl game went. I'm actually pretty happy how it went. You know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm more of the fan where I just want them to play well and to mm-hmm. have. That was a good game, man. And, it really and, was. And, and, yeah, and, and they did. And you know, I'm I am bummed out about the result, but hey, that's part of life. So, 
Yep. So, all right, that is tier three. We're going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to be right back with tier number four. Thanks for listening, guys. 